This is episode number 40 of the Raising Mums podcast. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. So Ramadan is about to start and you might be wondering what you can do to prepare. What can you do to make the most out of Ramadan? So in today's live, I'm going to give you three things that you can do to make the most out of your Ramadan to get ready so that this Ramadan is the best yet. Welcome everybody to today's episode of Raising Mums. If you don't know me already, my name is Dr. Gemma Elizabeth. I'm the founder of OurMuslimHomeschool.com. Walikum salam, Yasmin. I am the founder of OurMuslimHomeschool.com, which is an award-winning blog that supports Muslim homeschoolers all across the globe, mashallah. Um, I'm the host of this podcast, Raising Mums, which streams live every Sunday um, here on Facebook and on Instagram. And I am the creator of the homeschooling course, Launch Your Homeschool. I've got four children. We live in the Northwest of England uh, and we homeschool them. So today's session is all about preparing for Ramadan. And we're specifically going to be looking at how mums can prepare for Ramadan. And I'm going to be giving you three ways that you can prepare as a mother Assalamu alaikum, Nadia. So glad that you're here. Um, so this is not going to be about the kids. For once, we're not going to be talking about the children. However, I do have you covered with the kids. Many of you have already realized that this, this Ramadan, I'm hosting the Ramadan Book Club, which is a, an event that's going to last the whole month of Ramadan for your children. And it is completely free. And I would love for your kids to sign up for it. Basically, what we're going to be doing is we are going to be every week during Ramadan looking at one children's book, one Islamic children's book every week, reading it together as a community. Um, And then the children will be doing activities that are themed around that book. We'll be sharing those, you know, what we do with each other inside our Facebook group. And then every week, the author of that book that book that your children have been reading all week, that you have been doing activities around, the author is going to come live and do a story time reading that book to your children um, and taking their questions. And I think that's going to be so powerful for them to see a Muslim woman, hijab-wearing Muslim woman, reading aloud the story that she's written, learning more about Islam from her. Um, And if you've got children who are interested in writing, it'll be very interesting for them to see, you know, a real author and meet a real author. And if you've got kids who you want to encourage to read and get more excited about Ramadan, about learning about Islam, I think this is going to be a really powerful way to do that. I hope that you will sign up your children to the Ramadan Book Club. You just have to go to ramadanbookclub.com and you can sign up there for free. You'll get the welcome pack straight away. You'll get all the information you need and then you can get started straight away, inshallah. Oh, Aslam alaikum, Nazia. From India, mashallah. Farhat, so nice that you're all joining me today. Alhamdulillah. Um, so, we already have over 3,000 families signed up for the Ramadan Book Club all over the world. Um, we've got families from UK in, in America, Australia, but we've got families from the Maldives, Ghana, um, Taiwan, uh, Tunisia, Saudi Arabia, um, Oman, Yemen. I mean, mashallah, everywhere that you can imagine, 
almost. I know that there's a lady who watches my lives who's from Guam. If you have signed up, sister, I'd love to know that. And then I can add that to my to my list of nations that have joined. Um, so please do sign up. Those story time sessions are recorded. So, you know, wherever you live around the world, you can still watch those sessions with your children and they can still, you know, get the benefit of them, inshallah. Okay. Welcome, Salam Jun from Malaysia. Very beautiful. Okay. I love Malaysia. Haven't been for so long, but I love it. Okay. So let's talk about preparing for Ramadan. The three ways that you as a mother can prepare for Ramadan and make it the best yet. So why do you need to prepare? Why can't you just roll into it? You know, it's, it, there's so much as it is in Ramadan. Why do we need to make the effort to prepare? If you want to get the most out of the month of Ramadan, you need to start making preparations ahead of time. And some of you will have been already preparing for weeks ahead, you know, perhaps from the beginning of Rajab. If you haven't started doing anything yet, don't worry. You still have a few weeks left. And in fact, the three things I'm going to share with you today will really make a massive difference in these few short weeks. So the first thing that you need to do to prepare for Ramadan is to set your goals. Think about what is really important to you this Ramadan. What do you want to get out of it? What do you value? A lot of us are very vague, myself included, can be very vague about these things. Oh, in Ramadan, I want to do more. I want to make sure I'm fasting, pray more in the night, read more Quran. That's not enough. You need to be specific. You need to be specific about how much Quran, how many prayers you're going to say in the night, how many nights are you going to do that? You need to be specific. So if you say, okay, I'm going to read the whole of the Quran in the month of Ramadan. Perfect. Now you need to get even more specific. You need a plan because a goal without a plan is just a dream. Okay. A goal without a plan is just a dream. So the whole of the Quran in the month of Ramadan, what does that mean? How many juz? How many pages every day? And then when are you going to read those pages? So look at your day. When are you actually every single day going to sit down and read that number of pages and plan it out now? Make a plan now. There's no, you know, if you go into Ramadan without that kind of plan in place, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Um, if you want to mm, uh, say more salawat in the month of Ramadan, how many, first of all, to be specific about that goal? Do you want to do a hundred every day? a thousand every day or more, whatever it is to your specific situation, how many? And then when in the day are you going to do that? Make that plan ahead of time. So write down your goals, get specific about it and find that time in the day when you're going to do it and stick to that. Now, there are loads of planners online. Mashallah, you know, in the last 10 years or so, there's just been so much now that's become available. You can buy ready-made planners, um, uh, diaries, all kinds of things that are geared towards Ramadan. So if you want to do that, there's a lot of beautiful things out there and I encourage you to do that. There are lots of downloads that are available for free online as well if you want to Google that. Or, which is what I do, just write it on a piece of paper. Write it on a piece of paper, maybe make a checklist and you're going to use that checklist every single day. 100 salawat after Dhuhr, uh, Surah Yasin after Fajr. And every day you just tick, you just tick that off and you've got your checklist for the month of Ramadan. So that is the very first thing that you need to do to prepare for Ramadan is set your goals, be specific and make a plan ahead of time. 
Uh, Yasmin, how do you join the Ramadan book club? ramadanbookclub.com simple as that it's free to join you just enter your email address and you'll get everything sent to you inshallah you'll get access to everything um the live sessions are sunday 5 p.m every sunday in ramadan 5 p.m but they will be recorded if your family can't make the live sessions okay number two the second way that you can prepare for ramadan now is to start getting momentum on those goals start now because going from zero to 100 overnight, it can be very, very difficult. So start building up some momentum towards those goals now. So if fasting is a real struggle for you, if you maybe haven't fasted for a few years or for whatever reason, it's really difficult for you to fast, start now cutting back. Cut back on those snacks in the day. Reduce the amount of coffee that you drink. Start doing something now to build the momentum to that first day of Ramadan, so it's not just, not a shock to the system. Again, with the Quran, if you're not reading any Quran, but you want to read the whole Quran in the month of Ramadan, you can do that. But get yourself ready. Start establishing the habit of reading a little bit every day, a page every day, or two pages every day, whatever you can manage. Start that now and build up the momentum. It's just like if you're going to start exercising. If you decided that to you know, from the 1st of uh, April, I'm going to run five miles every day, but you've never run anything in your life, it's going to be a big shock and you might, after just a couple of days, give up. So if you start now, slowly, running a little bit every day, reading a little bit of Quran every day, or whatever it is that's related to your goal, do that now and build up the momentum. Um, so when we get off this live, what are the first, what are the two things you need to do? identify your goals, make a plan and do something about that today. If your plan is to read the Quran today, to read the Quran in Ramadan, then start today when we get off this live session. I really encourage you to pick that, pick the Quran up and read something from it. If your your plan is to make more salawats or pray more or whatever it is, you can start that today at the end of this live session. Okay, the third thing that you can do to prepare for Ramadan now is to identify, now this is very specific to mums, okay? Identify the things in your life that take up a lot of your energy, a lot of your time. What are the things in your life that could prevent you, could stand in your way of achieving those goals that you've set out? So as a mum, you might spend an awful lot of time every week shopping for groceries. You go to the butchers, you go to the Asian food store, you go to the supermarket. You're always going here and there to buy food for the family. Now is the time to, we don't want to be doing that in Ramadan, so why not make a meal plan ahead of time? Then you know what you need for the first two weeks or the, or the full four weeks, and you can start buying things in now. Um, maybe you can buy in, instead of going to the butchers every week, you can buy in, if you have a plan, two weeks worth of meat at once, just to reduce all the trips that going here and there, especially during the month of Ramadan, can be so tiring. Um, set up your online grocery shopping now. So for those of you who aren't familiar with online groceries, you can actually have a list set up so that all you have to do is hop on to Tesco or wherever you buy and click buy now. You don't have to spend any time at all um, adding things to your cart. You can set it up ahead of time and literally it can just go. So that's worth looking into as well, setting up your online grocery list now. Um, 
if you if you would like, I have a free meal planner. Um, I, I think I published it two or three years ago. Um, I've put the link here on Facebook if you want to download that's completely free. Instagram, that free meal planner for Ramadan is in my profile. So just head over to my profile and go to that link and you can download that for free. And it'll just help you prepare your meals ahead of time. If you're not somebody who spends a lot of time shopping for groceries or who spends a lot of time cooking, that might not be useful to you. So don't feel the need to do that if you're not somebody who spends a lot of time preparing food. Likewise, you know, if you spend a lot of time cooking normally for your family, now is the time to start double doubling up on your recipes. If you've got a plan this week to make chicken curry, double it up and put the extra in the freezer. You know, batch cooking is a really great way so that a great way to prepare so that you're not spending a lot of energy and time during Ramadan on these sorts of things. Things that can hold you back from achieving those goals and those ambitions that you have in the month of Ramadan. Um, and similarly, like cleaning. If cleaning is something that stands in your way, if cleaning is something you usually spend a lot of time doing, do a deep clean of the house now so that you're not distracted during Ramadan. If cleaning is not something that bothers you usually, you don't need to deep clean your house. Don't feel the pressure to do that. But if it is, do that now. If you're a student, if you're studying something, do what work you can do ahead of time now. If you run a business, do what you can now to keep your business ticking over during the month of Ramadan. Again, it's just about investing the energy now so that you can focus in Ramadan on achieving those goals and on the things that are most important. Um, we have some questions coming in from, um, from USA, alhamdulillah. Okay. Can you give tips on how to help keep the house tidy and organized and tips on keeping on top of washing dishes so they don't pile up? A lot of time is spent cooking and cleaning every day. Um, how to help keep the house tidy and organized. I mean, specifically to Ramadan, that's difficult. I, what I would suggest to you, Yasmin, is you go to my YouTube video that I did a while ago called Time, Man Time Management Video. I've got a Run Your Home Like a Boss. There's two-part video on YouTube. I think that's the best place for you to go. Um, I think that would be the best place for you to go. So that's how to run your home like a boss and time management videos on YouTube, inshallah. Okay. One of the things that really distracts a lot of people during Ramadan is keeping the kids entertained, keeping the kids busy, helping them to get the most out of the month. Um, specifically for me personally, that time between Asr and Maghrib, that is a time when my energy really flags and it's very tempting for me to just put on the TV. So ahead of time, I would encourage you to look for things that will entertain your children in a way that is halal, that is worthwhile and meaningful. I really recommend Mirage Stories. They are, they have these, this beautiful app that has Islamic stories, Islamic audiobooks, um, videos, games, games that teach your kids like how to make wudu, teaches them the Arabic alphabet and some basic Arabic vocabulary. It's a really nice um, alternative to mainstream uh, screens and entertainment. So it's the kind of thing that you would be happy for your child to spend a little bit of time on their screen using. If you would like to sign up for that, I do have an affiliate link that will get you 30% off. Um, just go to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash Mirage. It's a really lovely app and they offer a free trial as well. So you can give it a go now um, with, a, with no obligation to purchase at the end. So check that out, Mirage Stories. Um, and of course, there's the Ramadan Book Club. So I hope that you will all sign up for that. 
to help create a meaningful Ramadan for your kids without exhausting yourself um, and help them to understand that Ramadan is not just about starving yourself. There's so much more to help them to create a connection with Islam and beautiful and happy memories around Ramadan, inshallah. So you can sign up for that at ramadanbookclub.com. Okay, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to pop it in the comments. I can see one's already come up here on Instagram. Um, if you've got any questions on Facebook as well, please put them in the comments. And I will do what I can to answer. Bismillah. Okay, so, you know, for those of you who have signed up to the Ramadan Book Club, you can start reading those books now, you know, start reading those books now and get your children excited. It's not long now at all until Ramadan. So you don't have to wait until Ramadan begins before you start reading those books. I've got them here. So week one, we're going to be looking at Layla's lunchbox together. And we're going to be doing who will help me make iftar for week two. Um, Ramadan around the world by um, Nada Hassan and Under the Ramadan Moon for week four. Uh, so if you've got those books, you can by all means start reading them now before the Ramadan book club kicks off and start building that anticipation for the month um, or any other Ramadan books that you have. Books are a really easy way for you to get your kids into the month. Sometimes, you know, we don't know what to say. We don't know what the right words are. Um, we don't know how to explain things well to our children. So books are a very easy way to do that. And so I encourage you, whatever books you already have at home, just to read them now and start building up that anticipation. Um, put up your decorations, however it is. Maybe you can get your own children to set goals as well for their month of Ramadan. Um, it's, you know, it's... Yeah, I'm just reading the comments. Yes, bismillah. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great way now to start getting them excited about the month of Ramadan because it's going to be an amazing month and they should know that and they should feel that. Okay, let's have a look. Um, Yasmin's asked for the three tips to be summarized. So number one, set your goals for the month of Ramadan. Be specific, as specific as you can um, and then make a plan. So for example, um, your goal might be to read more Quran. That is not a, specific enough. Make it, I want to read the whole Quran in the month of Ramadan. So your plan would be, I have to read this many pages each day. And so then you go even further. I will read five pages after each prayer, or I will read so many pages after Isha or whatever it might be. So um, make a specific plan. The second one was get some momentum. So start working towards those goals now before Ramadan starts. And then number three was identify what takes up your energy. Identify what could stand in your way of achieving those goals and make a plan to prevent that. So that might mean shopping now, buying in bulk things that you'll need in Ramadan. It might mean deep cleaning the house. It might mean finding things for your children in terms of entertainment, like Mirage stories, like the Ramadan book club, just things that will keep them occupied if your children's entertainment might stand in the way of you achieving your goals for the month. Um... Uh, okay. Mashallah, it's nice to see you having conversations with each other. That's really lovely. Okay, let's have a look on Instagram. Uh, 
Um, so we have a question here. Will we know which books in advance? Will we need to order them online? So if this is with regards to the Ramadan book club, um, you will get told, you know, which books to order. I've already shown you them now, but when you sign up, you will get a welcome pack. And in that welcome pack, you get the full list of the books that we are reading together. You'll get a list of all the stockists that we've been able to find worldwide. Um, you will also get a uh, a lunar tracker so your children can observe the moon through the month of Ramadan and, and draw that on that sheet. You'll get a calendar as well where they can mark their fasts. If they if they fast half a day or a full day, they can mark that there. Um, there's also advice about reading aloud to children, how to make that a really special occasion for them. So you'll get a lot of help when you first sign up. There's also a really active Facebook community where people are popping on, um, where you can join and people are sharing links on there where they found the books and um, videos that they found and all sorts of things. So you do get a lot of help. You will get a list of all the books. Um, and I hope that I will see your children inside, inshallah. It's ramadanbookclub.com. Uh, thank you, Nadia. I appreciate that. What age are the books for? Um, so the books, we chose the books for the age ranges of four to nine, <clears throat> excuse me, four to nine years old. However, if you have children a little bit younger than that or a little bit older than that, they're very welcome to join in. It's not a specific, you know, you must be four to nine years old to join. It's just a guideline. Um, we That's what it's been planned around. But if you have children outside that age range, of course, they are very welcome to join as well. Oh, that's a really lovely idea. So Pixels and Petals has said that um, when she lived with her mum, there was a lot of there was a lot of us, so we used paper plates for iftar. I've seen a lot of people do that as well during Ramadan. They use paper plates or um, uh, recyclable paper plates, I'm sure. Yeah, that's a great idea. We have a question from Tasneem about homeschooling. Um, it's her first year of homeschooling and she's so scared of being overwhelmed with school and all the Islamic goals. How do you calm down and not feel guilty? Okay, Tesneem, I would suggest that you do something really simple, okay? At the end, actually not the end, during your day when you're homeschooling your children, I want you to write down everything that they are learning. Not necessarily everything you do with them in their homeschool, but everything that you can see that you can notice that they're learning when they help one another, when they um, when they speak nicely to their grandparents on the phone, when they learn something themselves from a book, when they learn things with your schoolwork as well. But during the whole day, I want you to make a note of all the things they're learning because it's so easy as a homeschooling parent to associate learning only with the worksheets. When they've completed a worksheet, then they've learned something. But we know that that's just not true. If you actively make a note during the day of all the things that they're learning, um, you will be instantly uh, boosted. Your self-confidence will be boosted. You'll feel less guilty. You'll calm down um, and it will be a big help to you. So that's one thing that I would suggest that you try out as soon as you can, inshallah. Okay, any more questions? Um... Sumeya, of course your son can join. Of course, please, bismillah. Um, Ramadanbookclub.com. Okay, so I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, but um, I just want to let you all know that this is the last episode of Raising Mums now until after Ramadan. So I'm going to be off now for the next six weeks or so. 
Um, of course, I will be inside the Ramadan book club. I'll be hosting those live author story time events. So I will be there. But these sessions are now coming to an end for the next six weeks. Um, so I ask that you all make dua for me and please forgive me for the many mistakes that I make, no doubt. Please forgive me for that. Please make dua for my family, for the amazing women who are behind the scenes of our Muslim homeschool, who make all of this possible. Please make dua for them and for their families during the month of Ramadan. Um, and I will see you afterwards, after Ramadan is over, inshallah. Um, thank you so much for joining me live. I appreciate you all. And I wish you all a beautiful and blessed Ramadan. Assalamu alaikum.